We don't know what's coming around the corner. We don't have to. But if you've got something that you're dying to do, and I feel like I say this all the time like a broken record, but I am fired up right now. If you got something, let it rip. Welcome to Monday Morsels, the abbreviated companion to our full-length Friday interviews. This is Matthew Del Negro, and you're listening to 10,000 No's. My topic today is take action now, course correct later. And if you're watching this, if you're not listening to it on the podcast, you're actually seeing the visual. You'll see that I have a a sweaty shirt here. My hat's on backwards. I got my hair coming out the side of my hat. I look like Krusty the Clown, okay? But this is intentional. Um, Went out for a run this morning. I I popped up at 4.30 this morning. I I am on fire right now. And it feels always weird. Like I have to qualify that because everything that's going on in the world, it, it feels uh, weird to be in this state of, of really going after things and really feeling alive while all of this is going on around us and there's death around us and everything. But I think that's not a coincidence. I think everybody reacts in a different way. And for whatever reason, I'm reacting in a way where it's like the, the walls have come down. Nobody cares. And I talk about this all the time. I talked about this in the book, which I wrote before this whole thing happened, which is nobody really cares that much. So let, let me give you an example about take action now, course correct later. I'm going to plug this in over here just in case. The podcast. Okay. I got on this microphone. I was living in another place. This laptop. I, if you go back and listen to that first episode, it is, it turned out to be 17 minutes of me rambling, talking about how, uh, just, just what I wanted to do with this thing. And what I'm proud of is that I really didn't know what I was doing. I had thought about it for a long time before that, but I hemmed and hawed for about, I don't know, six months at least. And it was probably longer than that, actually, if you add everything in, but I finally pulled the trigger and I got to thank Mark Duplass. I had worked with him the day before and we were talking about writing and he told me how, how his brother was more of a perfectionist. They worked together, the Duplass brothers, if you don't know them, but Mark was more like, let's just throw it out there and then figure it out. Then get someone in to finish the script if you have to. And he said, I told him about the podcast, which he ended up doing, which was awesome. But he was like, you just got to let that shit rip. And I did. And I swore in it and all this stuff and it's raw. And even right now, let that shit rip. I got to tell you something, dad, if you're watching or you're listening, I know you have a thing with language. I've gone back and forth. Anybody who's listened for a long time knows that I've had this thing, you know, do I throw an F-bomb in? Do I not? Do I have to make it, you know, acceptable for kids or, or do I not? Who's listening? A couple of thoughts on that. One is this, this um, principle of attraction and repel. You know, you attract the people that you want to attract and you repel the people that that are not going to, you can't, you can't cater. You can't be all things to all people. And sometimes I end up in this kind of uh, caught between a rock and a hard place with social media and all that. I know that I have nieces and nephews that are following me. There are kids following me. So I try to keep it clean there. Then I come here and this is my little playground, my little sandbox that I created really originally for myself and for others to benefit from. 
And there's something about just being unfettered and just not worrying about it. It's not that I'm going to go, you know, fuck, 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 like I just did right there. But if something falls out of my mouth, I don't want to really, um, I don't want to edit myself in here. I have to edit myself everywhere else. When I'm an actor, I'm using other people's words. You know, when you go to your... Whether you're, you know, you're going to your day job, if you're a, a, a struggling artist, you got to go to a restaurant and work there. You got to do what the company wants you to do, how you're going to represent the company. You know, if you're an actor, you're going and you're, you're representing the script, you're interpreting. If you're, uh, you know, if you're the, the owner of a company, you have to worry about, uh, you know, how the company is standing in society. Um, if you're if you're working a, a job that you're not really psyched about right now and you're actually listening to this because this is your escape and you're wishing that you could be just unfettered and unchained, you're at a job where you have to do it in a way that somebody else is mandating. And what I'm saying for me right here and what I'm going through is right now at this particular time, this is the way I want to fucking do it. That's what I want to do. And if someone has a problem with it, that's cool. They don't have to listen. I'm not putting this into someone's ear earbuds. They're choosing it. They're coming to me. And the point of take action now, course correct later, is you don't know what it's going to look like. I didn't know in July, that was July 4th of 2017. I didn't know what this was going to look like. I didn't know it was going to lead to a book. I didn't know that I didn't know COVID was going to happen. I didn't know I was going to be doing Instagram lives all the time like I've been doing in the last like week or two. I mean, that's I didn't even know how to do Instagram live. We don't know what's coming around the corner. We don't have to. But if you've got something that you're dying to do, and I feel like I say this all the time like a broken record, but I am fired up right now. If you got something, let it rip. Don't try to make it perfect. It's not going to be perfect. Guess what? It's still not going to be perfect. I've been acting since I moved into New York City, January 1st, 1995 to act. So that means before that, I did a play at Boston College my junior year. I quit lacrosse, did a play in a lecture hall. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. I didn't have any contacts. I had one guy, Pat Collins, who did a youth group in my town. He's an actor. I'm still friends with him to this day. That's it. I didn't know what I was doing. It doesn't matter. I still don't know completely what I'm doing because I'm a student first. So I hope to God I don't know everything I know about acting right now. If I live to be 90, I hope I'm still learning when I'm, you know, on my 90th birthday. That That's, for me, that's what makes me alive. And you know what? We forget it. If I think about where I was, I'm just going to step back to where I was before I launched this podcast and what sparked it. Because I was in a place, there was some reason that I had to break out of it. I was working on Scandal. I had done a couple of seasons and I was at the tail end of it. And it was kind of like, it was exciting stuff in the beginning because it was risky and it was it was challenging and, and, it, and, it, and it got some attention, but it was out of my comfort zone. And then the next season they brought me back and it was like, I was, you know, answering doors and shaking hands and coming into scenes and had a little bit here and a little bit there. And thank, you know, trust me, I was so grateful to have a gig because I've been unemployed for so much of my career. Maybe people don't see it that way. They think it looks like I work all the time. My friends know, I mean, my family knows, 
I'm unemployed a lot. This COVID thing is not that different for me because, hey, guess what? I'm home without a job and I'm doing the podcast. That's the truth that people don't want to hear. Anyway, I was doing Scandal and I was doing some other jobs that I was kind of like Scandal. It, it was like I wanted them to give me more material like they had given me in the beginning. And then it just went away. It just totally went away because I was expendable. Whatever they did, I don't know if it's because Trump got elected. I don't know what made them change their storyline, but I was supposed to do a lot of their 16 episodes, but I didn't have a contract. I ended up doing three. It was pilot season. I couldn't get arrested. And I was doing great work in the rooms, in those audition rooms. It didn't matter. Okay, it didn't matter. I couldn't get arrested. That was the year of hashtag Oscars so white. So that didn't fare well for me. I thought that was good for society. Because people that don't usually get a fair shot were getting a shot. But for me personally and my family, it was not good. So I was sitting on my ass, twiddling my thumbs, and I said, fuck this. I'm not waiting for someone to hire me. I'm going to go make my own shit. I'm going to go build my own sandbox. And if it's the tiniest little sandbox, I'm going to be the hub at the center of that wheel. And that's what I did. I didn't know it was going to lead to a book. I didn't know it was going to lead to all of this shit that has happened now. That's the point. And I feel like I'm yelling at you, but I'm yelling because people need to fucking hear it because you know what? You're gonna die someday. Maybe now it's on your mind because of COVID, because it really is real. You turn on the TV and you see that people are dying, but guess what? Even when it's not COVID, even before that, you can die any day. 9-11, I remember guys that I bartended with. I always think about them. Steve Mulderry, Mike Armstrong. Those guys got up that Tuesday morning. They went to work. It was a beautiful day. They went to work that day. They were in their office. And that was the last day they had on this earth, along with a bunch of other people. And that always has stuck with me. There's no guarantees. There's no guarantees. So wherever the fuck you're listening from, I don't care if it's in Australia. I don't care if it's in Japan. I don't care if it's in Germany, Brazil, United States, around the block from me. I don't care. Wherever the fuck you are, wake up. If you've got something you want to do, do it now. This isn't a dress rehearsal. Take action now. Course correct later. You can figure out all the bells and whistles later. You can smooth it out. You can get your business cards. You can get your website. All that shit is secondary. What's in your fucking heart? What do you want to do for the world? What do you want to contribute to the world? Do that. That's it. Mic drop, motherfuckers. Except I got it on a mic stand, so I can't. All right, that's our Monday morsels. We will see you. Um, whew, I guess I had a lot on my chest. I don't even know. What do we have this week for you? This this Friday. This is uh, this is bad planning. Dan Bukatinsky. Ha! That's why I did this. That's <laughs> Dan Bukatinsky. He was on Scandal. His character got killed. My character came in. That's the whole point. And you know what Dan Bukatinsky did? He took shit into his own hands. You're going to hear about that on Friday. He has produced. I know the guy. I've known him for years. I had no idea all these these shows that have been on like like uh, Who Do You Think You Are? And um, it's been on for like 10 or 11 years. Uh, uh uh, 25 words or less. He's a producer on these shows. He's also written 11 pilots. He's done all of this stuff. And I knew a little bit of that. He did the comeback with Lisa Kudrow. He has a production uh, company with her. He's a guy that people look at and they go, oh, he won an Emmy. I mean, he won a guest Emmy for his work on Scandal. 
but he's not relying on that. He is taking action and course correcting later, and he still feels like he hasn't done anything. He's only scratched the surface. So that's what we got on Friday. I hope you enjoyed this. I hope you like my fire. And if you don't, that's fine because I'll repel you and you won't come back and listen again because you'll think I'm fucking nuts. And that's just as well. I don't care. If you dug it, let us know. Rate this. Review this. Tell your friends. Get the word out there because I think we're, we're bringing something to the world that is decent. And I want it to get out there and I'm sick of fucking playing with, with this. I, I've, been, I've been playing with the emergency brake pulled up and I'm letting it down and I don't give a shit anymore. And I hope you don't either. Okay, bye. That's it. Thanks for listening to Monday Morsels on 10,000 Knows. Any love you can give us by spreading the word to family and friends is greatly appreciated. And be sure to check out our full-length episodes every Friday. We'll see you then. Thank you.